Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey y'all, welcome back. It's your girl Shanice and Destiny. Uh, we're sorry we took a little break, but there was a little bit of busyness going on with our family the last few weeks, but we're back and we have a special guest and we're super excited for this episode. So uh, keep listening. Destiny, pay attention. We're recording the podcast. Oh my gosh, I am. Hey, Destiny. Hey. So we're back. Um, and we had a few things going on. We had one weekend where I had an award ceremony, so we didn't record. Then it was Mother's Day. And then Destiny was moving home from Fort Valley. So we finally got together and we're here today. And we're excited for today's episode. We have a special guest. Um, you know, we enjoyed her being our studio audience on one of the episodes, so we decided to officially invite her to be on an episode. We have Destiny's. Do you want to actually introduce her? I guess. <laughs> um, this is my best friend, my roommate, um, Michaela. Say hey. Hey guys. She's here with us today. Um, so the thing about Michaela, I mean, she is also a sister who has sisters who are older than her. So we were like, oh, you know, matches the theme. <laughs> it's on brand. It's on brand. Um, but I don't know. We're not necessarily going to talk about that. But <laughs> we thought it would be fun to have her since she's, you know, she's a good time. So, But we are going to do something kind of fun today. This is Destiny's idea. Um, we are going to read some interesting stories from reddit that they yes. found so um why don't you go ahead and kick it off destiny with the first one and uh let's let's talk about it okay so the first one i found it's a um so if you don't know what reddit is it's basically like where people come and just like rant kind mm -hmm. of so the first one is um it's a am i the asshole mm -hmm. what's the am i am i the a-hole or yeah yeah so this one says, am I the asshole for not being happy that my sister is pregnant again? So mm -hmm. it says, it's a throwaway because I don't want my family tracking me, tracking this back to my main. My sister got knocked up by her boyfriend right out of high school, got married the next year, then proceeded to pop out another baby every year or two. So she has four now at 24. She stays out. She's a stay-at-home mom, even though she's very brilliant and could have gotten a free ride to a great university. Since her and since hers are the only grandkids, our parents fawn over her like she's the next coming of Christ. They gush over every new tooth or haircut like it's some huge, uh, huge achievement. Problem is, her boyfriend's or her husband's business wasn't great even before COVID, and is barely limping along now. Sister doesn't work, and my parents have limited income. So guess who's constantly being told to lend them money for stuff like school fees, car seats, car payment, new stroller, etc. Mm -hmm. They don't even ask. My mom just texts me, your sister needs XX amount for the kids. And I'm supposed to just cough, cough it up. If I complain, they accuse me of being jealous because I don't have a husband mm -hmm. in the family, even though I'm older. I'm only 26. She's young, too. Yeah. Like, that's young. <laughs> 
So over Easter, I notice my sister isn't drinking, and I think, oh, God, here we go again. Sure enough, she stands up and announces that she's being inseminated in yet another precious miracle. Everything, Everyone's gushing, and I just try to stay quiet and out of the way. Later, she asks me if everything's all right, and I try to play it off, but she pushes me. So I asked her if she and her husband could really afford another baby. She very snippily replies, God will provide like he has so far. Which really pissed me off. <laughs> I yelled that, no, actually God didn't provide for her babies. I did. Mm. I wasn't going to give them any more handouts. It developed into a bigger argument with everyone shouting at me. And basically, I've been banned from my family unless I apologize. I haven't apologized. I've been radio silent since. It's been radio silence, except for the one text from my mom saying that if my sister miscarries, it's my fault for stressing her out. Oh, no. Yes. I asked if my sister was showing any symptoms, but no one will um, answer or tell me. I don't know. I don't think I'm T.A. Okay, so that's another thing. They use abbreviations, and I don't know what some of them mean. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I don't know what T.A. means, but... The asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, whatever. But I don't want to be the reason she miscarries. Also, I think I might be... What? I think I might be the asshole because secretly, I think it would be better if she did, even though I wouldn't say that to her. (laughs) I didn't read that last sentence. (laughs) That just shocked me. But okay. Um... First of all, no, you're not the a-hole. Your family is for putting that pressure on you to raise kids that ain't your kids <laughs> exactly. or provide kids that ain't your kids. Like, that's you didn't make that decision to have four children before you were 25. Your sister did. So exactly. they need to figure out how to support themselves. Exactly. Yeah, and I'm trying to figure out why the sister won't get a job if the husband's business isn't making enough money right. for them. It's because the family has enabled her. And so, therefore, she's like, oh, I don't have to get a job. I know they'll figure out a way for me to get this money. Yeah. And that's not like, that's not. I mean, we all have a family member who thinks that they're entitled to things. Yes. But when it comes to you having kids, if you can't afford the kids you have now, Mm -hmm. that means you need to stop. Right. (laughs) That doesn't mean keep going Mm -hmm. and then expect. Yeah, the sister to be happy for you when she just knows this is another kid she's mm-hmm. going to have to take care of yeah. financially. What do you think, Michaela? I really, I agree with y'all, and I feel like she doesn't have to apologize. Like, what are you apologizing for? Right. Right, I'm sorry for having feel like... For having valid feelings. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I feel like I shouldn't have to do this. Like, this isn't my... Re- yeah, it's not my responsibility. Yeah, and the fact that her parents are putting on so much pressure on her that's also kind of, like, messed up, like... Those aren't her kids. Like, why do y'all keep coming to me for it? Like, she's the, the one that decided to have kids when she can't afford them. Not myself. Like, they're, which is, you know, up in the air right now. <clears throat> That's another story topic for another day. You know, there's options for that woman not to have any more children if she exactly. chose to. Not to. But because her family has enabled her into thinking that, like, oh, it's fine because I don't have to worry about things like affording diet for affording diapers because my family will make sure I have it. Like right. I think she need to take her sister, go get her two tied. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. I'm not doing this with you anymore. You need to just go. Yeah. I kids. think that like, you know, I know everyone like family is important, but like, that's like one of those cases where it's like, they don't respect you or your lifestyle. So therefore maybe, you do need to distance yourself because it's you know family can be toxic too like Mm -hmm. for your your kindness for granted yeah Mm -hmm. and if they're not supporting you the same way that they're supporting supporting your sister like that's you know that's not that seems like your love is they're hey google stop sorry i was planning on taking a nap <laughs> but then y'all came early and so <laughs> anyways um <laughs> what was i saying yeah so like you know they like it seems like her love is condition their love is conditional right. like and that's not how family should be so until they can understand that or whatever you might need to separate yourself and find your own like a chosen family like you know if you have good friends or some other support maybe lean on them during this time while your family figures out. Yeah, I agree. 
um, that most people vo- uh, voted that she's not the asshole. In the top comment said, um, not the asshole. Next time your mom says, oh, your sister needs money, you need to give it to them. What? You need to give it to them. Just say, no, sister said God will provide. So I'm going, <laughs> so I'm giving him a turn. Yeah. So I guess they meant to say you don't need to give it to them. Yeah, I would say uh, something to that effect. I said, oh, no, I'll give that money to, like, the church ties mm-hmm. since so God, God will provide. Yeah, so God can send it back down. <laughs> right. <to her>. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Since God can provide. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, what what you got some too? What you got? Okay. All right. Okay. So the one I picked was, um, am I the asshole for for canceling Mother's Day celebration that I arranged for my wife after hearing what she told my son? I, male, 37 years old, have a 13-year-old son. I was a widower when I met my now wife. She she has a 16-year-old daughter from another relationship. The family is often on pretty good terms. My son is the quiet one one in the house. He keeps himself a lot, but not to the point of being concerned. My wife and stepdaughter are the complete opposite. They both encourage him to be outgoing and share activities and join gatherings with extended family. My son complained about having to be forced out of his comfort zone and having his need for space invalidated. I spoke to both my wife and stepdaughter and asked them to give him space and freedom to spend his time however he wanted they apologized and promised to let him be as mother's day was approaching i wanted to throw my wife a surprise mother's day celebration it was no longer a surprise because my stepdaughter gave her the heads up so she could prepare yesterday i got off work earlier than usual to get final arrangements done we planned to celebrate at the restaurant and invited her family there i had the key and while i was entering the house through the front door i overheard my wife and stepdaughter talking to my son my wife was asking my son if he could convince them it convinced me to let him stay home and not go with them to the restaurant to celebrate. I paused and decided to keep listening. My son said why, and she told him that he was introverted and socially inept attitude with will make her family uncomfortable and will ruin the mood. He promised her that he'll be well-behaved and would try to interact and socialize with everyone, but she said that wasn't that she wasn't buying it. He kept reassure, reassuring her, but she snapped and told him that technically she's not his mom, so she didn't get why he wanted to celebrate Mother's Day with her so badly. Mm. My stepdaughter, My stepdaughter threw some... I don't remember backhand comment. And then both of them were shocked to see me standing there. Both were staring without saying anything. I told my son and his stepdaughter to go to the rooms. Then I told my wife that the celebration was off canceled. Mm -hmm. She tried to argue asking why repeatedly. And I told her why she tried to explain that she didn't mean it like that. And that I only heard part of the conversation, but not all of it. I told her I was done arguing with the decision Mm -hmm. And that the decision was already made. She yelled, asking what she was going to tell her family and said that I was making tremendous a tremendous mistake towards her. I ignored her. And while she kept throwing a tantrum after a tantrum, early this morning, she took my stepdaughter and went to stay with her folks. Not a single call or text from her so far. Situation is full of tension. I'm upset still and more hurt, to be honest. I mean, yes, I did say I was going to have this celebration, but I thought that was but I thought what she said to my son was too harsh to ignore. Mm. Yeah. That's messed up. Uh, she's definitely the a-hole in the situation because one of the things about, like, when you get married, especially if you come into a new marriage where there's children involved and stuff, like, that's part of the marriage. Like, when you decide to make that commitment, it's, it's like, yeah, it's like, it's not just like you're marrying this man, you're marrying his children, like, you're, you know, not in that, like, you're, you're, you're accepting his children as yours, even if they're not biologically yours or not. And to say that, I don't know how, did they say how old his son was? Mm-hmm. 13, uh, 13 or something? Yeah. I mean, he's old enough to like, not necessarily, I guess, be traumatized by it, but like to basically like throw it in his face that like, I'm not your mother, especially he said he was a, a widower. widower. Yeah. Yes. That's what I was going to say. Like he already has lost his mom. Yeah. So, so for you to, you're probably like his only mother yeah, figure. Yeah. So in a way, you kind of are his mom. Yeah. And did it say how long they were married? No. I mean, yeah. I mean that you're right. Like you, when you got married, you took on the role as stepmom, but even more so, a bigger role because he doesn't have another mother to call mom like that's what i'm saying like if anything you should want to do that like mm-hmm. your heart should be feel like you should like yeah play that role exactly like 
like exactly like you said like mm-hmm. if you truly love this man then you truly love his son and you would want him to be a part of it even if that's his personality is more introverted like so what like that again it goes back to loving someone conditionally like i'm only gonna want you around or love you if you talk and interact with people instead of just accepting who he right is as a like yeah that's the other thing trying to um make him feel bad about his personality mm-hmm. like not everyone's a talker yeah and if they all are a family or whatever so what you're never gonna have him around your family mm-hmm. you're not gonna invite him to any family right. events because he doesn't talk a lot and also i'm like yeah yeah it's like who cares like if your family is uncomfortable so what this is my son get used to it exactly. like this is how he interacts with right. people and then just don't talk to him right. talk to everybody else right. at the table it's not like it's just the son mm-hmm. and your mom and he's just not gonna talk to your yeah. mom at all like and especially that he event. was begging basically saying that he was going like right yeah, he was kid, like, yeah a benefit yeah. of the doubt and like he even really i mean he didn't even need to go that far this conversation should never happen and the fact that both you and the daughter had that conversation with him it was like almost like you're ganging up on him too yes and then it's the fact that she's gonna take the stepdaughter and just go stay with her family and not call them or mm-hmm. text like say i'm okay right or even apologize in general mm-hmm. like yeah because it's giving the vibe that you're that you feel like they need to apologize to you yeah mm-hmm. for what right like, you don't you don't deserve to have this mother dinner yeah. because you can't even be a mother to my son you just yeah. told my son you're not his mother so right. why would i mm-hmm. do anything for you for mother's day yeah. your daughter should do something for you right then. because technically your daughter is not my daughter so if she like that's right. that should be her responsibility to take care of Mother's Day then exactly that's if that's how I mean. you're gonna look at our family as two separate entities as this is your child this is my child like and then that also leads you to think what else does the mom and the stepdaughter do mm-hmm. to the son or say to him when the dad's not around right and maybe there's a reason that's more of a reason to like look into maybe why he doesn't want to be around them or stays likes to be by himself like even if that is his personality there it could be something even deeper than that like he just doesn't also want to be around them because they're mean to him yeah because mm-hmm. right because if they feel so okay saying that right there what mm-hmm. else does she say to him right yes because in the top comment they said um guarantee that they, they've done this before circle the wagons protect your son such disgusting abuse from your wife upon your son mm-hmm. to make it even worse she is raising her daughter to be cruel and mm-hmm. exclusionary yeah her mm-hmm. son deserves so much better yeah that's not right like that's not how you come and like you said before like especially if you got married if you married into this family knowing that his mother died you would even I, I me personally i would even make it be wanting to do go above and beyond my role as just a stepmother because i know that like right. you know because i know this child is going to be missing something in his life you know i can never replace her but i'm going to do my best to make him to make sure that he has the experiences he needs to have you know Mm -hmm. so yeah no that's not that's not the way to go when you are coming to a marriage with other children like it's not right like i'm at an age where like it's becoming harder to find men who don't have children and stuff like that so like i'm already kind of like in that mentality like if i have to date a man you know if i end up dating a man that has a child like I'm going to make sure that not only am I respectful to that child, I'm respectful to that child's mother. I'm like, you know, right. it because at the end of the day, if I'm going to be with this person, I need to embrace all of him. And that includes his child and his child's mother too. So like, yeah, no, she, he, he uh, might need to, they might need to sit down and have some counseling. Like, I'm not saying get divorced because. Oh, I was going to say they need to get divorced. Right. I, I don't know. Because to me, thing. it's like when you marry somebody, like you should really do whatever you can to try to fix it, it before work. you get divorced. Like for me, like when I was younger, I was probably like, yeah, no, nah, he didn't. Mm. But now like older, like getting, like knowing like how hard it is to start over and like, and going through a divorce, imagine is like the hardest thing ever. Like, nah, there ain't no divorce. I'll just live on the other side of the house. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. <laughs> But anyways, yeah, no, definitely she was the a-hole in that situation. And he doesn't need to apologize. And hopefully she'll realize he just needs to hold out. And then hopefully she realizes like, oh, dang, I think I messed this up. Let me go home and talk to this man. Yeah. Because she, she comes to her senses. Or he should tell her like, what if I did that to your child? Like, yeah. how, would you feel? Exactly. how would you feel? Like if this was Father's Day and you guys had planned all of this and I told her, no, I don't want you to come because you talk too much. 
and it will make everybody uncomfortable because they feel like they can't get a word ed right she would not be happy about that so i think that's what he needs to bring up to her okay so my second story is from the siblings from hell category and it says i don't know how to deal with my younger sister's behavior anymore it says for context i'm the oldest of three siblings and i have two little sisters who are twins my mom has a favorite my youngest sister the problem is the or she's the problem in the story okay my bad even if my mom denies it my younger sibling has a similar appearance and personality to my mom's in the same dark and curly hair my grandmother had while me and my other sister look and act more like our dad long story short she's the golden child in my mom's eyes because my mom's favoritism younger sibling always got away with stuff at first it was not a big deal stuff like getting to spend more time with mom or having food first and not getting in trouble for stuff other sibling did as well and received punishment for her actions in mom's words she needed more help and that's why she needs to spend more time with her younger sibling has always been the back the black sheep in the family she always a bit behind other sibling not anymore learning to walk and talk a little talk a bit later she also had a really hard time making friends and talking to others in general she was brought to a specialist when she was younger to get some kind of diagnosis autism was the number one guess since it's common diagnosis in my mom's side of the family but nothing she's just like this she just doesn't want to socialize with anything with anyone not even her own family the only exception for this, of course, was my mom. They had a bond like no other, but because of this, other sibling was often ignored and told to play with me because mom was busy with younger sibling. She basically received the middle child treatment. My little sisters are 13 now. My mom does everything to please them, helping them with school-related stuff, buying them stuff in the store, watching movies together, trying to arrange outdoor activities like hiking or going to movies together. They're teens now, and teens don't like to go out, which I can understand at their age. I wanted to stay at home, too. But younger sibling takes it to a whole nother level. She simply refuses to do anything others ask her to do. If it's not something she... If it's not something she wants, she will just ignore you. She spends all day watching anime and playing Genshin Impact. I don't know what that is. My mom doesn't want to take her phone because her only friend changed schools, and now the only way of communicating is through text. She did this since I can remember, refusing to listen and making it harder for everyone. I had times when I had to cancel plans with my friends because younger sibling refused to leave the house with my mom and other sibling. Dad is not in the picture. And someone needs to stay at home with her or else she will burn the house down. I'm so over it because she just acts so entitled. My mom is a doctor who has three jobs. She's not home a lot, so cleaning the house was our responsibility, which I'm okay with. My other sibling did our job. Me and my other sibling did our job, while younger sibling didn't even try. She left her side of the house dirty, and I had to clean up her mess. She also has no sympathy for anyone. If she does not, if she does something that makes it harder for us, it's not her problem, and she does not care. Yesterday, my mom was supposed to go meet with her friend at the mall while my sisters go watch a movie with our child with their childhood friend from kindergarten. My mom asked younger sibling if she wanted to come, and she said yes, so my mom paid for the tickets. The younger sibling just refused to get dressed. She was laying on the couch, her clothes next to her, playing on her phone, and mom had enough. She took her phone and told her that she's fed up with her behavior and she will never do anything my younger sibling asks of her again. Because the relationship is too ended, both of them had to put an effort to make it work. Younger sibling just shrugged and sneaked into my mom's room when she left and took her phone back. So far, my mom stood her ground. She didn't make dinner nor breakfast for my sister. She left the ingredients out on the counter and hasn't talked to my sister since. My sister went on a hunger strike, refusing to make herself food. She knows how to make the food, by the way, is what she said. What can I do? I'm so tired of playing a second pairing to my other siblings while being nothing in my younger sister's eyes and living in this and living in this dysfunctional family i recommended a therapist or another visit to a specialist but my mom wasn't really convinced mm. well first of all mom you need to send her to a therapist <laughs> yeah because something's wrong with her at this point it sounds like she may be a social <laughs> so or have a personality disorder or something because yeah yeah i'm like i just think maybe mom just gave her too much attention Mm -hmm. when she was younger and she made her feel very entitled and Mm -hmm. so now when she's just trying to you know insert her parenting role it's kind of like confusing yeah and then also like 
when she was younger, did they did it say that she was diagnosed with autism or anything? No, it says they took her to get tested, but everything came back fine. So that's just how she is. Oh, well then, that's when they should have made sure, got <laughs> sent her to therapy. Even then, like, right. yeah. I mean, if she was already like slower behind the other sister about certain things, it's like, you know, do what you, do what you need to do to you know make sure that she. Right. gets to a good point like if that means getting tutors or whatever you know i understand that but like giving to her every will and need just because she's a little slower she's yeah that's that not, didn't seem like a very smart parenting right yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. i mean again this is like one of those things where it's like i'm not a parent so like i don't know and i've never been you know so i don't know the situation like been in a situation like that where you know my child is a little slower or whatever and like you know even just from talking to mom like our mom is always talking about how she's willing to you know she's going to go bend over backwards to make sure that we're happy and she and she does and so I understand but then I'm also like there's certain point too I feel like where you have to be like am I raising you to be a good adult or am I just making trying to make sure that I feel good about myself because of right like here and now you know yeah, right okay. because it's like yeah when she gets older like what is she gonna do like mm-hmm. she she doesn't seem like she really knows how to take care of herself or do anything for a 13 year old like mm-hmm. not wanting to clean up not like not wanting to cook like, yeah stuff like that is like or yeah ignoring people like ignoring people when they're asking you to do something or yeah like you how are you gonna get a job right like, exactly you're just gonna like not mom, listen to your boss yeah i think mom kind of messed her up there i think mm-hmm. now she's gonna be like living in her mom's basement right. when she's like 40 years old yeah I, <laughs> I mean because yeah like i said i think the core of parenting is yes is to keep this child alive but also to teach them skills to become an adult because Literally. that's inevitable like yeah you have to teach them how to be a good person and how to take care of themselves so that when they become an adult they don't have to rely on you like and you can you know see them grow and um you know prosper in their own ways and so yeah no at this point i mean she does need to get her some professional help it sounds like yeah she definitely needs a therapist because it's the fact that yeah instead of cooking instead Mm -hmm. of just you know what i'll just make my own food you just decide you're not gonna eat you're not gonna eat anything that's just like Mm -hmm. something's wrong with you yeah something is off there and i watch a lot of id channel and that's the start of a serial killer yes mm-hmm. <laughs> or yeah somebody who's like a psychopath who has no empathy for anybody yeah because yeah that's yeah that was the other thing like you don't when it, your siblings get in trouble for mm. stuff that you did it yeah. doesn't bother you that right. they got in trouble for that right just like mm, that's not my problem yeah yeah mm, okay yeah mm. <laughs> <laughs> at first i was like mm, that kind of sounds familiar <laughs> No, it doesn't. It doesn't sound familiar. No, no, you're not that bad. I'm not going to just straight ignore you. I'll tell you, I'm not doing that. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, Michaela, what you got? All right, so am I the asshole for forcing my husband to miss his daughter's 18th birthday party? So I, 34 female, my husband, Derek, 36 male, our twins, Jolene and Jessica, two weeks female, uh, his and his daughter, Claire, 18 year old, Claire's mom, Ashley, 36 year old. Yeah, it's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Derek's daughter, Claire, absolutely hates me for getting in between her mom and dad. They were never dating. So no affair happened. Claire just really wanted her parents to get back together. And I guess I got in between that, despite Derek telling us he was never going to get back with Ashley. Ashley has full custody of Claire because Claire was at an age where she can decide who she wants to live with and she chose mom. Derek tries to mend the relationship between us, but Claire isn't having any of it and keeps saying I ruined everything. Claire's 18th birthday is coming up and she is super excited because Derek is buying her dream car. I absolutely, I, uh, what? I obviously am not invited to her birthday and I am not mad about it. But Derek, on the other hand, is a bit bothered by it because me and the twins are invited and he really wants us to go. I told Derek he should go and to not be worried about us, but he isn't budging. He says he doesn't want to be away from us for a whole two weeks. That is how long her birthday party is in a different city. 
right? What? Derek told Claire that he would only be there for three to four days as he doesn't want to leave me alone with newborn twins for two whole weeks. Mm-hmm. Claire was mad at his, at his response and said that I will be fine with them for two weeks. She also said that I am trying to ruin her birthday party. Derek told her that this is his decision and not mine. And he said he wasn't comfortable with being away for two weeks in a different city while he has two newborns at home. Claire and Ashley called me and told me that I am a bitter, jealous woman for trying to force Derek away from his daughter. Derek heard everything they said and said that he is no longer attending because they have absolutely no reason to hate me as much as they do and that they need to understand why he doesn't feel comfortable going away for two weeks while he has two newborns. They called me a jealous hypocrite and Claire said... I and my twins would never be allowed to attend anything of hers anymore for forcing her dad to not attend her birthday party anymore. I don't think I am the asshole because I'm not forcing Derek to do anything. This is Derek's choice alone, and he doesn't feel comfortable going. So why should he attend? So Reddit, am I the asshole for forcing my husband to not attend his daughter's 18th birthday party? Absolutely not. Because she's not telling him not to go. Right. This is literally his... (laughs) And he's not not going like he was not not going like right. he wasn't like, just gonna go for a whole two weeks which what are you doing for your birthday for two, two weeks? weeks like right what's like, like the 18th birthday event? Event? like you right. have an event going on right. like that's a lot of money out yeah. like just to be turning 18 right like, that's what i'm trying to figure out like this family reunions that only last three days like you're right. on a weekend like what are you doing for two weeks to celebrate your birthday your dad said he's not not coming like he's he was gonna go it just wasn't for the whole time right, right. and then it's just the fact that the newborns are only two weeks yeah old, like and it's two of them so yeah, yeah like she's she gonna she need help. help exactly like, like and we also don't know the circumstances of how they were delivered like what if the mom had a c-section like right. she really cannot take care of two newborns if she had just, yeah by herself if she just had a c-section and how are you the 18 year old gonna tell me that i'm gonna be fine raising two newborns <laughs> right, like, right girl you don't know nothing about nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know anything right no yeah she's very spoiled and also i think it's the mom yes right when they were sitting there yep. calling her calling um her telling her that she's a jealous bitter like mm. no that's you that's yeah. you Ashley. you're the jealous one you're yeah. the one. yeah it sounds like ashley thought maybe that her and Derek were gonna get back together right. and when that didn't happen she started saying things yeah to claire. putting things in her ear about and making she claire yeah. not like yeah making her seem like she's the villain like she stole her dad away and all this other stuff mm-hmm. when it clearly sounds like they weren't even dating right when yeah when they, they get, were getting divorced and yeah so that's definitely and like i don't know did it say how long they were married no yeah so i don't know when they were you know like maybe and she, if she's a teenager and obviously living where her, she said she was old enough to be able to choose who her who to live with right so she could have been like i guess preteen teen or whatever mm-hmm. um so yeah so clearly like she's the mom had to have been feeding her some toxic stuff about this new woman and all this other stuff and she probably already feels jealous that like dad's starting a new family with this woman and has twins and all this other stuff and so yeah like she's definitely being an a-hole but to me I also don't totally like blame this on her I definitely think this is a parenting flaw like going on yeah yeah like because in the day she's still a teenager and she's not you know fully capable of understanding the responsibilities of what it means to have newborns right exactly and instead she's just actually you do yeah i mean you have i think a a sense of it but like also at that age everything is like about you like uh like make it work like it's this is about me and so i always i joke with this with mom because i tell her like whenever she gets upset with you and like (laughs) you getting upset about little things or something like Mm -hmm. that i'm like mom like and apparently isaiah told her the same thing i'm like see me and isaiah trying to be on the like so scientifically it says that adults brains don't fully develop until the age of 26 Mm -hmm. and so that means that like a lot of times that's why um we don't like younger people or don't always make the right or the most logical or sensical or everything seems to be blown up in their heads because their brains haven't fully functioned to or fully developed to kind of rationalize those thoughts a little bit further mm-hmm. and that's why teen suicides are so high because a lot of times when you're a teenager you can only think about the right here and now yeah. mm-hmm. and so if <clears throat> your life is not going great now for whatever foreseen reasons it's 
you don't see that it could get better. Like you right. don't see that it's going to like, all you can think about is right here and now. And so I don't blame her totally for feeling that way because she's 18 and she's just thinking about right now, this is my 18th birthday. Like, blah, blah, blah. like she's not thinking about like, Hey, and to like her dad being gone for two weeks might not be healthy for a mom or babies or like, cause she's only thinking about like the answer right now. Right. And she it, probably doesn't even really too much care about the baby. Right. right. Yeah. That too. Her. Yeah. And I don't think, and then it's also like on the mom to be like, for her to be more rational about it and not, like you said, being bitter, like she should have, she should be like, of all people, she knows what it's like to, to raise a newborn, to have a newborn. So exactly. like, That's she should be trying to explain it to her daughter. Like, this isn't about you. This is about the fact that this woman just had two babies in the last two weeks, like, you know, give your dad a break. He said, he said he was coming. He's just not coming for this full two, which is ridiculous, irrational for anybody to have a two week birthday. Like how much, yeah, like you said, I, no. <laughs> right. Unless it was like, um, no, cause not even a cruise. You're going to be on a cruise for two weeks. Like, no. yeah, I don't know what she could be doing. Yeah. I mean, there are cruises weeks. that are like long, like 10, 14 days, but like, but I dad think. wouldn't be able to only do yeah. three or four days of right. that anyway. So that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, is she going out of town somewhere? Like, is she playing? Like, what is what would she be doing? That's two weeks long for a birthday celebration. And who are they? And how? Like, yeah, do they have money? Like, right. who are you inviting? Right. Besides, like, yeah. what is this? Because I'm thinking when I'm 18, when I was 18, and my friends were having like 18th birthday celebrations. I'm trying to figure out how I'm gonna pay for these nice restaurants and all this other stuff like yeah <laughs> really stress about that yeah, yeah. Like, well, maybe i could get an appetizer and like you know like <laughs> because you know they always you know they want to go to a fancy restaurant because you know they want to feel grown up but like you also can't afford that and so you're like yeah, yeah let me go and just get this water and a uh, side salad like you know <laughs> yes yeah, I don't know. Mm-mm. I don't too much like that. Because, yeah, I definitely, yeah, because, like, with the mom, yeah, I feel like the mom, if the mom was not bitter and jealous, she mm-hmm. would explain that to her. Daughter. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's what makes me think, yeah, her mom is just definitely putting stuff in her ear. Right. And now. It's immature, too, because why would you both get on the phone cursing at this woman who just had a baby, too? Right. So like, like, that's so mean. <laughs> right. Like, She's probably already very, her hormones are probably already all over right. the place. Yeah. Like they don't, like she doesn't understand that there's a postpartum. <laughs> Did you know that there's a, um, I didn't even know that this was the term, but it was like, cause there's three trimesters in a pregnancy, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a, they call like the, after the baby's born a fourth trimester because like the first, yeah, 12 weeks of the baby's life or whatever like they're completely relying on you like right. as far as feeding and getting them to sleep especially the mom because if she's breastfeeding you know and like I said the hormones are still adjusting and it takes a year for a woman to fully heal from having a baby did you know that i did not yeah and that's just what makes me think that that's just not really what i want to do <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute now. i mean i heard it takes like 3 years for your body to uh actually um get back right like mm. it takes up to three it could take up to three yeah so you know doctors say not to have intercourse after six weeks and but it takes like a year for your insides like your cervix and all that other stuff to heal back to normal and so i just be like one of these people who have stepchildren you know like children right at them like girl your body didn't even totally heal from the first baby before you decide to have another one like that's so crazy they don't even be waiting right they don't even be waiting this six weeks mm, no so yeah. i know that and i just i know that hurt right, right. Like, like, that's that's what what i'm like that's all i can think about is like just not just imagine like basically you're on your like your period for six weeks but like there's no blood but like your vagina it's just throbbing. Yeah, it's not <laughs> and you wanna, okay. I'm like, this is a no enter zone. Right, like, for, for like for me, <laughs> the next year, I'm running the whole year. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you crazy? Yeah, no. I mean, anywho, but yeah, no, that sounds complicated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but uh, no, I don't think she's an a hole in any sense because literally, this has nothing to do with her. Like, she literally has no no decision <laughs> in what he decided to do. So, like, why are you cussing me out? Like, yeah. <sighs> okay. Well, anyways, those are good. I like that. Like that little segment. You know, got to talk about other people's 
drama yeah <laughs> and judge other people that we don't know on the internet um but it's time to play our, our game so we're gonna um play a little uh i guess it's gonna be me and michaela versus each other we're playing uh we're calling it best friend versus sister who knows me best for for destiny yes. so uh stay tuned <laughs> Welcome to America's Favorite Game Show, Millennial vs. Gen Z, the game show where millennials try to prove that they are the superior generation. What are you doing? I'm trying to sound like a game show host. Yeah, that's not working. Wow. Maybe we should just get right into it. Okay. Okay, so... Okay, so basically, I have five questions written down about me that they should both know the answer to, <laughs> and they have whiteboards, and they're going to write it down, um, their answer at the same time, and we'll see who wins, right? Yep. Okay. Just let you know, Michaela, I'm very competitive, so don't get, don't take it personal. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> so the first questions, we're starting off very easy. What is my favorite color? I have I wrote down two things that you guys could possibly say that could be correct. Unless it's changed over the last years. Okay, ready? Right, yeah. Three, two, one, go. Blue and purple. Blue. Yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, my favorite color has been blue since as long forever. As I remember, yeah. So yeah, both get the point. So y'all gonna write your own points on your Like a little half point? I don't know. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, scared. sure. You get a half a point for having both. I was thinking purple, but then I was like, I wasn't sure, so I just didn't put it. I'd rather have been right than wrong. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Second question: My top three favorite shows. Top three. Mm. Top three. <laughs> One of them, Shanice, I don't think you're going to know. Okay, well, great. Uh, I, I mean, you might. I don't know. Um, it's really only became my favorite show since I've gotten to college. Oh, well, great. Um, is it a reality show? Can I get a hint? No, it's not a reality show. Um, it's kind of, it's a sitcom. Okay. All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right. One, two, three. Vampire Diaries, the originals in The Office. No. Okay. The answer. <laughs> the answer was. Yeah. The answer was Friends, The Office, and Vampire Diaries. Um, okay. You got Vampire Diaries, The Office. So two points. Friends in The Office, two points. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Keeping up with the Kardashians. That is what well, I'm she, currently watching. She right just now. said it wasn't a reality show. Right. <laughs> Um, you were thinking okay i got what you say (laughs) all right so we both got two on that one okay all right see this is what i'm talking about where i'll be like wait wait okay (laughs) so what am i afraid of so this is a new fear that i have recently discovered that i have um i've talked about it i've i feel like i've talked to both of you about it before um It involves, it involves, um, animals. Okay. So it's kind of a, you could say two things and I will agree with you. Okay. Uh, I think I know know too, and this might be dumb, but I'm just gonna, this is like really good. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Ready? Mm -hmm. Go. A dolphin? Dolphins. Yes. <laughs> Drowning in sexuals trying to get you. Yes. <laughs> that is correct. I said the ocean or dolphins. Because I would have said either one. Yeah. I, yeah. I put, yeah, dolphins drowning slash essaying you. Yes. Because I didn't, I just recently learned dolphins are nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Yeah, baby. That was like, really, I was like, I, I think right. it's this. And if it's this, it's so dumb. <laughs> okay this one i think y'all should both get to what is my longest relationship so i've only been in one relationship so just think about how long i was in that relationship um okay (laughs) well i'm like 
Like, yeah. Like, college, right? I'm just going to go with, yeah. We're going to see. Okay, ready? Go. Two years? Two, three years? Yeah. Okay. It was, I said two years. So I, okay, fine. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll share it. <laughs> You'll take that? Yeah. <laughs> so you got, oh, wow, Michaela. What? <laughs> hey, I got an every single one right, though. Whoa. No. You got you one got, and a half on the first one, uh, I know. And then two. And then one, uh-huh. and then one. Okay. Okay. And the last one, this one you guys should both get correct. Okay. Who is my ultimate celebrity crush? Mm, there's two, though. Right? This one's the top one. It's been the top one since a while. All right. All right, ready? Ready? Mm-hmm. Go. Yes. Celebrity crush. Wow. And then that's so true. <laughs> this is just like, what? That is so true, though. That is Why didn't you not? What? I she like, oh. So I put so, OB, OBG yeah. or J. You have been talking about Broadway for a minute, though. Like, like, yeah, so I, it's all about Beckham Jr. Yeah, um, I do love Broadway, yeah. too, though. But my ultimate, like, top-notch number one yeah. will always like, be Odo Beckham posts, Jr. Like, repost like, his... Mid- his stories onto her story. Literally, my wallpaper is his hands right now. <laughs> wow. Okay, so that had to put me over, though, right? <laughs> yeah, you, well, yeah. How much was the score? I have six. Yeah, I got five. Woo! You won by half a point there. Yes! Sister wins. <laughs> I mean, look, that's well. Even though the questions were really easy, I could have got that last. That one. that last one, I was like, I um, because I almost put Shaq's son, oh, and I was yes. like, you're like top top. I was like, well, let me put Ob- <laughs> Odell because <laughs> <laughs> true. I mean, if I wouldn't have gotten, that would have been. I would have been like, dang, I want to. <laughs> 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 uh, embarrassing. Yes. <laughs> Y'all have to excuse us. They uh, both of them are struggling over here with this some kind of cough that they got going on. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, are you ladies ready to move on to hot topics? Yes. Let's do hot it. Topics. Destiny, I love pop culture. No, I love pop culture. No, I I love pop culture. I love pop culture. No, I love pop culture. I love pop culture. Okay. Let's just do hot topics. I'm very mad. <laughs> she wrote them. She wrote a smiley face at everything. She was like, I got it. I got it. I was like, this is it. <laughs> she had three letters. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, sorry, guys. We're back. Uh, we're still laughing at how Michaela just royally screwed up that last answer. So. <laughs> Um, but yeah, welcome to Hot Topics, Michaela. She didn't know what it was. Yeah, Obviously, she's that. not a fan of our podcast. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is where we talk about celebrity gossip or celebrity news. And so first story I got for y'all today is uh, the toxicity Tristan Thompson just spewed about Kourtney Kardashian um, will leave you cringed. Um, so I don't know if everybody, if they heard, the Kardashians are back, um, but they're now on Hulu. Um, and so, you know, everybody knows about the relationship with Tristan and Chloe as far as him and his cheating. Um, he has made a public apology to Chloe um, after he confirmed that he fathered a child uh, while they were together. Uh, what was that like last year or so? And um, he said that his actions don't always reflect how he truly feels about the second mother of his child, um, which he proved to be true by impregnating another woman while he was in a relationship with Chloe after several public cheating scandals over, uh, since their relationship started in 2016. Um, yet one thing he knows is true is that Chloe isn't going anywhere. And the, con- <laughs> the internet is constantly rooting for Chloe to, you know, leave him, but you know, it is kind of hard to do when she has a child, but at the same not time, it's not that hard to just be like, yo, we could just be co-parents. But, you know, that's neither, neither here or there. 
And on the recent episode of the Kardashians, they uh, had a conversation about their relationship in the, you know, it was kind of cringy to watch. So in the conversation, basically they were talking about her siblings' uh, relationships, you know, with, mm-hmm. and Chloe said that, you know, Scott's never leaving, Kanye's never leaving, looks like you're never leaving. And then Tristan said more like, you're never leaving. And it's like, I hate him. <laughs> I did see that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was like, I mean, is he lying though? I don't know, but uh, yeah, so that was kind of like, he knows that he has this hold on her for some reason, and I don't know. I think, yeah, I I think, first of all, that whole, um, no, those were two separate episodes, I think, where they- Which one? Um, were they sitting on the couch? Because then she also talks about in that same like conversation about how she dipped put hands on him or something like that like she threw like he she, they had a big fight I guess when they had you know when he first cheated while mm-hmm. she was pregnant and there was something in the conversation where he was like you know she didn't want to do something or she didn't want to throw something or fight with him because she had just gotten her nails done or something like yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was like shout out to the na- <laughs> to the nails yeah or- <laughs> But no, I was going to say that whole episode was cringy, but I think that was two different episodes where Travis and uh, Courtney went to the clinic. Oh, yeah. Was that? Yeah, that was like last week, like the week yeah, before. Yeah, they might have been two different episodes. But okay. I was but that say, was cringy. Yeah, I was, like... was going to say that whole, that whole episode was just cringy <laughs> to me. <then>. But um, <laughs> you think he's, that she, he's right that she's never going to leave him? Yeah, I think that's correct, honestly, <laughs> because when she was talking, they were like, she was like, yeah, I'm going to therapy now, and we're just doing so much better. And I just like every time they're doing so much better, he cheats on her, right? And then they he just says sorry. I feel like, and she gets over it. And yeah, the episode was so cringy. I was like, every time I watch it, when I was watching, I was like, this did not age well. <laughs> like that's all I kept thinking. I was yeah. like, mm, yeah, mm. she probably should have maybe kept this relationship out of the storyline, but like, I guess she had nothing else going on, so she has I was to say that's her storyline. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Well, you know, bless her little heart, and uh, we we pray for her happiness. You know. Um. Moving on to the next story. Uh. So. Um, Wendy Williams wants to sit down with Sherry Shepard after um, a Fat Joe interview went um, viral, and she's demanding a hundred million dollars for a podcast deal. Wendy, mm, yeah. So, (laughs) so first, you know, she's you know Wendy Williams ready to make a comeback, but she first wants to um, chop it up with her replacement Sherry Shepard after she responded to Wendy's um, Fat Joe interview that she had. Um, as you may know, Wendy, you know, took a break from her show and Sherry Shepard, um, kind of stepped in to, um, be the host of her show for a while, but, um, Wendy Williams show has officially been canceled and Sherry Shepard is going to get her own show with her name on the title. Um, and so a couple weeks ago, Wendy had an interview with Fat Joe and, um, in the interview, she talks about um, that she has tons of support around her and that she's working on new projects. And she would actually love to speak with Sherry and, and do a sit-down meet. Um, her lawyer, um, LaShawn Thompson, says that Wendy's requesting to have a sit-down with Sherry to have a meeting of the minds is a perfect solution as she has no ill will or intent. Um, Wendy's preparing to get her show back in motion. <clears throat> which show has yet to be determined um uh since sherry is permanently replacing wendy for that um daytime spot um because uh due to you know wendy's physical and mental health struggles um after wendy uh you know on the with the interview with um fat joe basically what she said that kind of i guess is what Sherry responded to was she said I like her and I won't be watch but I won't be watching her because I know what she's going to be doing and that's not my thing um anyway but I love being on my own show and I love that people love to watch it all the time um I don't know when she that statement I'm like what is she what is she doing that's not your thing yeah what does she just know she's going to be doing that's not her thing like gossiping about celebrities that is like that's literally (laughs) that's literally what you do so I don't know what she meant by that statement. <laughs> um, 
Anyways, during the interview, she also talks that she only has $2 to her name and just Wait a <laughs> talking about how she's maintaining despite not being able to have any access to her own money. So if you guys want to check that out, um, I believe it's um, you can find clips on it on Fat Joe's Instagram. But yeah, so apparently she's broke. <laughs> also, so uh, what Sherry Shepard responded, um, someone on uh, Instagram Live with Fat Joe, she said, um, I did hear what Wendy said. She will, I did hear Wendy said she will not watch me on the new show, and that's okay. She said during the IG Live, you know, I understand. I'm truly concerned about her because I don't feel there's anybody over there protecting her. And it's really hard when there's no protection around you and you just have people hanging on the former um, Star co-star said. And so, you know, she had a little two cents about it and her uh, rep said that she just feels that it's, um, Wendy's rep says, I feel um, that is difficult to wish a person well, which Sherry did while attempting to help shame them at the same time, right. especially <laughs> since Wendy was the one who created multiple platforms that gave Sherry several opportunities. Um, Wendy is an icon and should be respected as such. You know, Wendy got a lot going on and she's also, you know, very pro- problematic sometimes. And I just, I don't know. So I don't, they did say that um, Wendy would like to host a podcast to stream either on iHeart or Spotify. And since she's a solid radio veteran, she believes she's worth a big bang like Joe Rogan, who signed a hundred million podcast contract with Spotify. She sees Joe Rogan has a 100 million podcast deal and she wants that kind of money. So, you know, there's definitely an audience for her, obviously. You know, her show was running for a long time. But uh, I think to ask for $100 million right out the gate, kind of pushing it, just because Joe Rogan has had his podcast for a little while. And I think, you know, he kind of had to work his way up to get that $100 million contract. And, you know, no investor is going to just like put up that much money and without making sure that you're actually going to get the listenership that you want and stuff. So, right. And I'm just trying to figure out, I'm trying to figure out a lot of things, honestly. Mm-hmm. How are you, how is she blow? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't listen to the whole, uh, Pat Joe interview. So I'm not exactly sure. And I'm so I'm saying we're going to say, how are we going to say she's broke? And then an icon in the same. <laughs> Obviously, she's not that iconic if she don't. I mean, you can money. still be an icon and be broke. I mean, there's plenty of people who have like made industry, you know, highlights or but to have two dollars to your and name and not have money right. now. And then to announce that to people, though, like, why would you tell people that? I like, don't know. Maybe she wanted sympathy. She wants people to feel sorry for her. She so they can Spotify to give her that hundred thousand dollar contract. Hundred thousand contract. Hundred thousand hundred million uh, dollar podcast contract. <laughs> I can't talk. But yeah, so she, uh, you know, so she's she's trying to play whatever card she has. And uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, it does sound like maybe she doesn't. So obviously she, she's saying she has support but then at the same time what she, like what sherry said it sounds like she doesn't if she doesn't have access to her money like right, right. that's what i'm saying like what's going on mm-hmm. and then i don't know i just think she doesn't need to do anything i think she needs to continue to just work on well she clearly needs to be doing something since she doesn't have any money yeah <laughs> so that's why i'm kind of like well but that doesn't really make I didn't, how long was her show on for? A long time, I would think. And then before then, I mean, like she said, she was on the radio. And, I mean, she just had, like, she. I think she's always just been a host of something. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So she doesn't have no savings, like, no backup money, I no I need, maybe we, like, retirement. Said, I could go, you know, we can go back to, the, like I said, the Joe, uh, the Fat Joe interview and see if she explains more to why she doesn't have access to her money. But, but also it's like there's things that she could do behind the scenes that doesn't necessarily – put her in like the spotlight where she could potentially be making money without having to overwork herself if she's like sick and stuff like that like becoming an executive producer for something or putting someone else on like you know like maybe that would be another a better step for her legacy is to be like oh I found this new up-and-coming girl guy whatever that's Mm -hmm. like hilarious and is really into like I think that would have been a better move for her to move on to a mentorship then and having her own yeah having her own show but then i also think it's wendy williams so she she wants to be the spotlight Mm -hmm. yeah but 
All right, last story I got for you. Um, This one is probably a little heartbreaking for the both of you because I know you're both fans of his music, but uh, rapper Rod Wave was uh, arrested for battery for allegedly choking out his ex-girlfriend while their children were in the home. (laughs) Why are you laughing at this? I just can't believe it. (laughs) I'm laughing in disbelief. Oh, okay. Well, uh, so Rod Wave was arrested and charged with a felony charge of domestic battery by... strangulation after he allegedly choked his ex-girlfriend to the point where she couldn't breathe in the police report it said that their their children who yes he has twin daughters were inside the home when it happened um so allegedly he uh got this happened last month um but i guess the uh it was made public for the first time um last week um and so what it says is that on the report it says that it was a 911 call was made by an unidentified woman but she accused the 23 year old rapper of entering her home and getting aggressive with her while her two children were in the room um her name was redacted from the report but deputy said that it was a woman that he had been with for four years and had two children so obviously putting two and two together they figured out it's his um ex kelsey aka d um and also it says that the woman told um, the deputies that Rod entered the home and then her bedroom while she was sleeping. Um, the arrest evidence says that he accused her of talking to other men before choking her until she couldn't breathe. The children were reportedly in their own bedrooms during the incident. Um, Benjamin says that he left the home and came back a second time and accused the woman of taking his cell phone. Um, she said he kicked storage shelves near the front door and grabbed two photos off the wall, throwing them on the front porch and sidewalk before he drove off. Um, although she suffered minor injuries, just a scratch to her neck, she refused medical assistance. After the police took photos of her injuries, police searched the area for Rod Wave, but were not able to locate him. A week later, they arrested him during a traffic stop in St. Petersburg, and he was released on bail for $5,000 on May 3rd. Um, he is maintaining his innocent, pleading not guilty guilty to the federal the felony mm-hmm. charges, um, but no word yet on when the next court date hearing. So the only thing about Ron Wave is he's very private. Mm-hmm. I feel like like we don't really hear much about his relationships yeah. or anything like that. So it's kind of hard to say. Like I'm just saying, I don't think it happened because I love him <laughs> and I don't want that to have happened. But well, obviously something happened if the police were called and there was yeah, some, injury. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, something obviously happened. But I don't know. It's just kind of like, you know is what I'm some, saying? You're not sure if this is like a pattern of his. Like, yeah, that that's what I'm more, saying. Yeah. I'm not sure if like, you know, he is an aggressive or like yeah. a violent person like that. Because you don't really. Yeah. His girlfriend, like, I don't even know her Instagram or anything. Like, yeah. so. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna like, dang, that yeah. sucks. We're yeah. just losing our people out here, honestly. Like, they're, they're, they're disappearing. Yeah, they're, they're getting locked you. up out here. I mean, like, that's just, but that's not new, though. Like, living that rap lifestyle, like, most of these guys come from the streets or, you know, broken homes. And so they're, you know, they came up in a way that's not always the most healthy way. And then it ends up turning, you know, coming out in other ways and so like that's not new for rappers to be constantly in trouble but yeah i mean it is kind of sad because he does seem like he is you know a very much up-and-coming artist that people really like and hopefully this doesn't do too much to his career if he's like not seriously guilty of actually domestic violence like if it's not as serious as the girlfriend is making it seem but that's what i'm saying to stop breathing like and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just like, I'm just imagining. Just imagine being in your bed and you see raw waves. Big old Right, this is a big guy. Coming at you. You're probably like, God damn. <laughs> she had time to, like, react for real. She was just like, oh, I'm going to die. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> get choked. Yeah. yeah. So that's the that's what I'm thinking. Like, it would have been really scary for her if if the incident happened as it said it did. And mm, so. Yeah, and uh, she has the two little babies. In the yeah, house. that's crazy. So. And I don't know. And it's also just to me, it's like, why would you go that far? I mean, I know, I guess your baby's mother, you were with this woman for so many years. But like, at this point, like you're a famous rapper and you could have any woman you want. Why are you getting so butthurt over? Because Rod Wave is like a lover. (laughs) Oh, excuse me. (laughs) That's no excuse for choking out your baby's mother. (laughs) It's not. But I'm saying like, he's a lover. Um, I just feel that. I don't know. I'm to <laughs> I don't want to say nothing to defend yeah. anybody who's being abusive. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I to me, it's like 
how you gonna how you gonna go like that when you are a famous rapper you can have any woman you want right now at this point in your career and you know she's your ex so she was talking but somebody, that's what i'm saying like i think she's his ex now i don't um, think she was his ex at the time yeah because you remember like just a couple of months ago he posted her like that was like the first time he ever mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. posted her before and that was his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And then in one of his songs, I feel like he just talked about her. Yeah. Well, so I feel like that's his ex now, now after the incident. Well, I that feel way like it wasn't his. Because I'm like, them babies are babies still. Too. Yeah. They're not like uh, older children. Well, that might be that might be the case. You know, definitely would be my ex if you almost choked me <laughs> while my yeah. children in the house. Oh, please. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right, well, that's all I got for you today, ladies. Um, so that's it for us. We're wrapping it up. Um, Michaela, thank you again so much for joining us in your commentary. Thank you for having me. I hope you had fun. I did. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I mean, this was a great episode. It was kind of long, so wish me luck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, thanks, you guys, you know, for listening and all that great stuff. Um, make sure you guys give us five stars on wherever you're listening on and make sure you guys follow us on Instagram at two gens, one pod, all one word and interact with us there. Yeah, for sure. Um, we'll keep you updated on everything and, um, hopefully now that it's summertime and destiny's also back home so we can <laughs> do these live yes. together. Um, we'll be back on a schedule, a good schedule, but yeah, the, like we said, we apologize for the last few weeks. We just had a lot going on. Um, but yeah, we should be good for now. But we'll we'll catch you guys another time. Goodbye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.